0: Welcome to The Table, a place where stories are told, life is shared, and our hope is that you leave full. We encourage you to sit back, pull up a chair, and enjoy the conversation. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of The Table. I'm your co-host, Drew Phillips, and joining me around the table today is my other co-host, Chris Albritton. Hello, everyone. And joining us for a second time is Mike Brzezinski. Hello, Mike. Hello, guys. Great to be back again. Yeah, it's great to have you back on the podcast again. The reason that um, I wanted to bring Mike back on um, is because another area of influence that he's had here at Calvary um, is in the area of mentorship and discipleship. And um, if any of our regular listeners know anything about me, that is what I'm most passionate about. And so when I arrived here at Calvary, um, he was one of the first people that came up, introduced himself, and in a very unassuming way, just said, "Hey, I would love to get lunch sometime and talk about how this has been such a positive thing in my life, and offer if I can help or assist in any way that you see necessary um, we 'd love to do that and so um, I was able to to grab lunch with Mike." at Christos, which I think every time we've had lunch, we've done lunch at Christos.
1: I think so. <laughs>
0: my wife says it's my only place I know to eat. <laughs> well, that's a good one. It's a good one. So, um, so yeah, and so it just, it started this, um, what I've really, a, a friendship and a relationship that I've really loved uh, being able to, to lean on Mike for some things. So I wanted to bring him on just to talk um, a little bit about that. So the first question I have for you, Mike, is, is how. Um, why is this such an area for you of passion or something that um, that is so important to you
1: well I, I've as I've gotten older I've realized that um, I, I have certain life experiences and and, and not to be um, Saying this in a very humble way, I think there's something to have something to share, and I think any Christian of any length of years is the same. Um, we have, to, I think, we should always keep in mind that regardless of where we are in our walk with the Lord, we can always be used to help someone else. And I, I've just felt now, as I'm more, much more in the, at least the twilight of my working days, that um, you know, I've lived through a lot of different things. I've seen, um, experienced death in the family, and. Um, career up and downs and a lot of big choices that I've made both in regard to career and life decisions and just felt that, you know, it's in, in a sense it's it's something that I really should focus on in, in, in giving back and trying to help others that uh, are, are looking for guidance
2: or just a listening ear, to be quite frank. Yeah, and it's, it, you just hit on it just a minute ago. The, it's all about experience. And like different things that uh, you see and have gone through over the years is something that you can impart to a younger generation. It doesn't necessarily have to be a younger generation. It could be someone who is similar in age or even older who you just see potential in. Uh, and so uh, why don't you explain about uh, some of the guys, maybe you don't have to give specific names, but how you saw potential in them and maybe have invested in some early on.
1: Yeah, well, um, I remember when I first joined Calvary four years ago or so that uh, there was there was an open invitation to uh, get to know some other men, and um, I went to that meeting and met with two or three others, and um, we, we've those who are still in the area we we, we still continue to meet um, here four years later, and we just kind of find it to be a time of uh, mutually edifying sharing intimate stories and challenges, praying for one another. Um, In a sense, it's like a a, a mini support group Hmm. that you uh, reflect and give perspective on things that you may not hear from other men, quite frankly. And and I think for men particularly, we we need this. We don't naturally gravitate toward a lot of these kinds of conversations with other men unless we make uh, an intentional effort to do so. I I don't think uh, we're as proactive in this sense as, as many of uh, i've seen women over the years just naturally kind of connect in these ways whereas we we men sometimes have uh for whatever reason more, more we're less apt to do that
0: yeah And I think that's one of the things that that holds men back at times for a mentorship or discipleship relationship is we don't know how to uh, have that initial conversation, you know, unless it's like some group gathering where it's like you said, hey, anyone that's comes, that's interested, come and you kind of gather around and everyone you know there is somewhat interested. But if you... Notice someone that has potential, or even as I think you've said before, if you just kind of pay attention to who's hanging around you, um, how do you how do you get over that initial uh, ask, if you will, of, of "Hey, let's let's grab lunch"? Or how, how how do you get through that?
1: I just do it. <laughs> There's no magic about it, uh, or, or or anything special. I I uh, remember one uh, gentleman who I had uh, had in a class here at Calvary and. I said, you know, I'm just going to reach out to him. I, he, he's a fairly new Christian, and just ask him if he wants to go out to lunch. And nothing ventured, nothing gained here. And just asked him, and here we are several years later, still meeting periodically, not in a regular formal manner. But, you know, I just went out and initiated and said, would you like to go out to lunch? And we did, and that launched it. Yeah. But you, you're right. You have to take that initial step. And, it's, and it, maybe you have to have uh, thick skin, you know, in case someone says no. But uh, I really believe you just have to kind of take a step
2: in faith as the Lord leads you to to certain people. And have you developed any type of process for from start to beginning, your first meeting, maybe your first breakfast is just to get to know you type thing? Are you uh, asking specific questions and then navigating through different things in their life?
1: Yeah, I think the, the relationships I've had with people are what I would call more informal mentorship slash discipleship. Um, so it's really been uh, topical based on Um, questions uh, the individuals that I'm meeting with have or um, challenges in life that they're facing or um, biblical questions that they'd like to seek answers on. And sometimes it's just a matter of tapping experience and asking for prayer. Um, So it's wide and varied. Um, But on the other hand, of course, there's more formal ways to do it too. But my approach has been much more informal at this point.
2: Yeah. And and what is a timeline? Say you start with uh, a, a gentleman who you see potential in, you've asked, him, asked them to go to breakfast or lunch or dinner, whatever it may be. Uh, is it a long process to usually just jump right in? And uh, you said you've been meeting with some for a couple of years now. So explain some of that.
1: Well, uh, I, I think uh, it, for me it's a matter of being a, first and foremost a good listener Yeah. and just hearing what people have to say, what they'd like to talk about. And... Uh, uh, starts it starts with that first and foremost and uh as uh drew said i try to be unassuming and just try to be uh open-minded to hear what people have to say and um being available i think is a big thing for people uh, just knowing that you're there for them and if they have questions and just this week someone contacted me said, hey you want to and you, I, I like to get together there's something i want to talk about and so uh, when, when people feel comfortable, they're gonna, they're gonna stay with you and, and ask for uh, continued advice.
0: I think that's one thing that I appreciate about you, Mike, is um, is when I've sat with you or when I've, I noticed you with others, that un, that unassuming posture, that not coming necessarily with an agenda, but just coming to listen and being very comfortable with who you are, and the whole time you're not trying to posture yourself to be, I'm the one that has all the answers, or um, or, or or better than the other person, um, and so, as a, as a young man, it's something that I recognize and appreciate, and hope to to continue to grow in that. How is that process um, developed for you? Is that just something that's more of a uh, something that's more of a natural posture for you? Is that something that has has kind of developed over time?
1: Mm-hmm. Chris, I think he just inferred that I'm an old man. He, he did. I didn't point that out, but uh, I don't consider you that. Um, you know, I, I, I think it, it it is partly my personality um, that uh, I, I am more um, laid back and uh, assertive in a quiet way, um, kind of more of a, a quiet leadership type of style, um, more... Um, not uh, flashy, so to speak. But um, I think it really develops according to the the interests of the individual and how much they want to share. And I have just found um, being open and I keep coming back to being a good listener. Hmm. And I have found myself learning as much about the Lord and my walk by Having these discussions because sometimes I I feel the Lord's giving me insight of what to say and it's kind of like speaking to me as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that's good. So, is this something for you that you um, had demonstrated for you? Did you have someone in your life that intentionally uh, came alongside you, or is this just something that, as you said, just something you thought of as as a follower of Jesus? This is something we should um, we should do.
1: Well, I, I think this really. A good friend of mine who I've known for thirty years who's been who worked with me at Purdue for the last six or so. He just recently retired, but we've been getting together for prayer for about the last four years once a week, pretty regularly and uh, you know we've talked a lot about uh you know what what stage of life we're in, and as we kind of challenge one another, one of his key uh reminders to me was you know we need to give back. You know, there have been people who have challenged, who have mentored, who have given us opportunity in life, particularly other Christians. And uh, I would say his, his challenge to me was to, you know, see ways to give back uh, and, and help others. And mm. that got me thinking and praying about what would that be beyond my, my, my role at Purdue, beyond my uh, interest in overseas work in Haiti and I just uh, decided, you know, I'm just going to try to reach out to a few guys that I seem to connect well with. And then when you came on board, Drew, you know, you, you asked me to maybe meet with a few people and we clicked. And to me, I'm looking at this now as something that I'd like to continue um, in my post-Purdue days in some mm-hmm. form or fashion to, to to be involved
2: in mentoring, discipling uh, folks. Oh. Just a quick uh, diversion from our route here. Do you see any correlation? We've mentioned in another podcast about your missions experiences and how influential that's been in your life. Uh, do you see any correlations between missions and discipleship with those you've uh, mentored and, and discipled? Yeah, I, 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 for me, it's a matter of you know, I
1: I see it like a multiplication effort that if if individuals mature. In their Christian faith, inevitably some of them are going to be more um, inclined to look at opportunities overseas or at least what I like to call kingdom projects. I know I mentioned that in the last podcast too. Some type of outreach for Christ beyond the church walls, whether it be in the community, somewhere else in the nation or somewhere in the world, but some effort to reach the lost, quite frankly. How do you be available? and make yourself known as a Christian to other people outside of your church community. And I see that. As people grow in their knowledge and walk with Christ, I think we become more and more other-centric and focused Mm -hmm. on other people, which is
2: the gospel message through and through. Certainly, certainly. Well, Mike, you and Drew as well are both, Drew's obviously heavily involved in our discipleship here at Calvary, uh, but you as well, Mike, and you're, you're just a, an attractive personality, a guy that a lot of people look up to, both of you. And so that, I'm kind of leading up to a question here, uh, what would you give advice, uh, and I'll let both of you guys answer this, for someone who uh, has been asked to mentor, be or to mentor someone, uh, a young guy, someone who... Just feels like they need somebody influential in their life. uh, Give them a few coaching tips, real quick. I'll let each of you answer. I better go before the pastor. Yeah, I guess, you
0: know, words are few once I start going, so I'll let you go first.
1: Um, My first thought is dive in. If you've been asked, um, I would say that that is confirmation that someone who's asked you Mm -hmm. sees that ability or knack, so to speak, in you. And that in faith, you can trust the Lord to to uh, guide you and to assist you along the way. And there's books you can read to help you, but I think for a lot of people, if that um, kind of aptitude is seen in you, you no doubt already have strong relational skills, ability to um, relate to people and to be a good listener. And um, of course, there's much more to it than that, but that's where it all starts. Absolutely. Being a good listener, offering advice in in a gentle but sometimes firm way. Yeah. And other times just asking questions for people to ponder and praying with them. Um, just having a listening ear and knowing there's someone you can speak to confidentially, that is for some people, um, something money can't buy yes. and, and they, and they believe it's a great benefit in their life.
2: Yeah. Drew, you got anything you can add to that? Yeah. Well, he, he hit a lot of, <laughs> uh, a lot of the high
0: points. And I think that, Uh, I I agree. If someone has asked you, if you are someone that's being asked to mentor to speak in or to come alongside someone, I think that is uh, such a a huge honor and and I think um, speaks to um, someone noticing something in your life that they see valuable and that, that that you might be able to help them along the way and so as as Mike said, just jump in and get started if you need tools, resources, anything like that, we have people available i 'm available to help with with the resources um, but if you have the the time, I would say just jump in yeah. and a word to to those who who are maybe the the person who's looking for a mentor, you -hmm. know? So I get a lot of guys that'll approach me. They'll say, hey, I'm looking for someone to mentor or someone uh, to meet with. And of course, Mike is one of the first guys that I think of, um, as well as a few others here at church. And the thing that I would encourage that person that's looking for that is to notice the people who are around you, Mm -hmm. who you naturally gravitate towards, or who do you notice something about them Mm -hmm. that you want or that you feel like you're missing in your life? And be the be the one to be bold and step up and to ask, because that's one of those things. Um, as, as I talk with men, I think we talked about this on another podcast. That sometimes it can be um, a little bit intimidating um, and, and a little bit off putting if the the men. Tor approaches a potential mentee and says, hey, I'd like to impart some wisdom on you. Would you like to go grab lunch? Again, sometimes that happens, but that can be a more difficult conversation to start than if someone that is desiring that and notices someone um, or another uh, male or female um, has something that they want to say, hey, I'd notice this. Would you be available for lunch? I'd love just to get to talk and learn a little bit from you. Being, I think that's the first step and 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 breaking through that barrier and starting to grow a little bit would you agree with that? I would
1: and I'd just also like to add that as 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 a as a mentor, I've leaned heavily on the Holy Spirit's guidance. I mean I pray for the guys that I meet with I pray for wisdom of what to say, and not to say, discernment um and and I've really found the Lord to be faithful there and, and I don't mean these as trite statements I really yeah. b- believe it and, and and try to live that and and I, and I have found God always to be faithful and in fact, I've gotten the feedback that people really have found some of the words, and I really believe they're from God, not from me. It really helped a couple of individuals through some very difficult times, and wow. I'm just thankful that uh, you know God has um, shown me this uh, kind of new avenue of service for him in uh, this season of my life.
0: Yeah, and I think that that goes back to a little bit of being a good listener, not only listening to... Um, the person that you're sitting across the table from, but also listening to God and listening to the Holy Spirit and His promptings and what you need to ask mm-hmm. and what you not need to. Yeah. A little bit of that comes with a, a quiet spirit and an open ears being ready to, Quick to listen and slow to speak, yeah, yes. and I think um, a lot of times, um, speaking personally, that's where I that's where I struggle. I like to like to talk,
2: and that'll lead into uh, you seeing what exactly this person needs. Maybe the one who's coming in, being mentored, has an agenda to go. I want to be a better husband. I want to be know more about the Bible. Mm-hmm. But you may see something, an area in their life that that first we got to correct. Maybe it is lack of knowledge of of the Bible. Maybe it is uh, a bad home life, or they're they're not ever at home cause they're always working or whatever it may be through listening and just hearing and being available. You start to pick up on these things and then you walk through, uh, in the weeks to come, uh, where you're taking these guys and you've seen fruit from it. I know friends of mine here at Calvary who are, uh, being mentored by you and I've seen a huge change in their life. Oh, so I appreciate, Lord. yeah, I appreciate you investing in them and, and not giving up on them. Uh, and we can all see a change in them. So and as a
1: mentor, you learn too. Um, and you grow f- from prep time to meet with people. You grow just from praying and you grow from the conversations because it's some of the, the, the answers and discussions um, challenge you in, in, in ways that weren't expected. So it's been a as, as you seek to be a blessing to others. God is faithful to be a blessing to
0: you too. Absolutely. That's a good word. It's a good word. As we wrap up um, our time here, one of the uh, questions that we always have for our guests is, um, what's one thing that you would like our listeners to be able to wrap up, take home with them, maybe think or ponder on uh, later in the day?
1: As it relates to mentorship or discipleship, I would say don't let this be um, an age issue. If you're a Christian and you know the Lord, you're seeking the Lord, you can be of help to someone. Hmm. There's someone out there that you can help. And I believe what Pastor Daniel had said, that if every male in our church who followed the Lord was willing to invest time in another man, we'd see an explosion here of Christian growth and maturity that uh, would be unbelievable. So it's a matter of seeking opportunity, regardless of where you are in your walk in life, and just being a friend to someone.
0: Well, Mike, that's a that's a great word, a great challenge, um, and I really do encourage um, our listeners to to take a little bit as as you click off of this podcast. Take a moment and, and just pray to God and ask Him who who does He have for you to to come alongside and to to offer some benefit from the the wisdom or the experience that that He has, so that you can be a blessing to them, and as you said before, also be blessed by Him through that experience. So, uh, Mike, thanks so much uh, for joining us around the table again today. Chris, appreciate your your words of wisdom and joining us as well. And to our listeners, have a great day. Thank you so much for listening to The Table, a podcast of Calvary Church in West Lafayette. Music was provided by Heath Bentley. For more information, check us out at yourcalvary.info.